This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Tuesday, April 7, 2020. Easter's coming up. This is a good Friday this this Friday, and so this, you know, there's not going to be much celebration for the Christians on Easter Sunday, that's for sure. So as anyone here could have predicted, I would be talking about the stupid coronavirus every day. It would you know? I would have never thought of that. I, it would never cross my mind. I've done it 20 years. I've anything like this. Now, or probably a lot longer than that. We've had nothing like this. You know, I don't can't remember. You know, we've had other pandemics, but not like this. Not where we shut down our economy completely, and we're not alone. Other countries doing it too. So we've never had this situation. It's very unusual, but it has happened. So what can we do? All we can do is you know suffer through it together and to make the make the best of it. It's historic. Okay, you know, it is just historic. I don't know if we'll ever have another one like this again. We probably will. We had a really bad one in 1917, 1918, the, the Spanish flu. So it killed millions of people. Okay, but the market is being shaped by this event. Okay, and there's a, certainly a lot of uncertainty and a lot of volatility. So we got to have, we got to come up with strategies to deal with this. Now, it's not, you know, you have to think in terms of what benefits, uh, what companies, what industries will thrive and survive this. That's what you have to think about. What companies and industries are going to be suffering the most? And you try to migrate to those that, that will survive and thrive. That's, uh, that's all I can suggest. And that's what we're doing at KPP Financial. I'm Steve Peasley. I hope you'll call me today. This is a call-in show. You know, it's called Invest Talk Radio Program and Podcast. And we try to, you know, we're trying our best to guide you as an investor to, to share our knowledge. You know, Justin Klein, Justin Klein and I, Steve Peasley, do this by you know sharing our thinking. It's all independent thinking. We don't buy other people's information. So we try to share that. And we hope that you'll share your information with us so that we can, we can spread it around. I think it's a smart thing to do. Now, our, K, our company, KPP Financial, is a little bit different than other advisors. Uh, uh, we, as I said, we, use only, we don't buy or use anybody's guidance. We, we do our own research. And we only recommend investment strategies that we implement for our, ourselves personally. So that, you know, our money rides right along our, with our clients. Okay? I'm ready to take your questions and your calls. Anything financial, any question financial, we'll talk about. The number is 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. And in case you haven't heard, I've canceled my April trips to Houston and Chicago. I'm sure you probably heard. But, but I am still offering, Justin and I are offering no cost, no obligation portfolio review assessments. We do it through telephone, you know, send us a copy of your statement as an attachment. We'll take a look at it. We'll Skype. Uh, it's just knows how to Zoom. I haven't done one of those yet, so I don't know. But we, you know, um, so we still do that. So if you want help, we'll help you with it. We will. Okay? 
So all you do is send me an email, go to investtalk.com, get in touch with me through the email, just send me a contact us, and I'll, you know, every one of you know that, that have done that, I have responded. So I or Justin have responded. My main talking point today concerns a particular story, stocks that could get a boost from a work-at-home trend. Think about all the people working at home. I know we've been forced to work at home. You know, so what does that mean? Think of, did you, did you read that stat that, you know, huge volumes are going across the internet that they didn't expect? And it's really causing some problems. I've, I've had some personal experience with those problems. So I know what they're talking about because everybody's working from home. Everybody's on the internet, on the phone, doing you know, data transmission, has to go back and forth. Very, man, I'm doing it too. I, my little office here, we're doing it. I got five people that I'm, you know, we're all Skyping or, you know, texting back and forth. Just a tremendous amount of increase. So we're going to talk about that. I've got some other ideas. Grocery prices are going to rise. Hmm. Now, not because there's any gouging or anything like that. It's a simple supply and demand. The demand for groceries has gone way up. I'm thinking it'll come back down, but it's, I think it's going to be at elevated letter, levels. Deep recession. This is going to be a deep recession, very deep recession ever, probably, recession. But it could be the shortest one as well. So, I want to talk about that. I'll talk about that. I want to discuss that. And shortages of doctors and nurses are coming. You know, this coronavirus is kind of just put a spotlight on it. But there, there's less doctors and nurses. We need more in the next 10 years. We need more. Is tech, and the question is, can technology make up the difference? It's possible. So that's what we're going to talk about. But of course, whatever you want to talk about comes first. The market was down today, surprisingly. It was up five, 600 points at one point. The Dow ended up being down 20, uh, 26 points. The NASDAQ down 26 points. And the S&P down four points when they were up all day long. So that's kind of a reversal day after a huge day yesterday. Now, I thought the market was going to be down today, but I thought it was going to make me a liar most of the day. Because, you know, it's up so huge yesterday, 7%. That was huge. Okay, let's start. Let's talk to Gene in North Carolina. He wants to talk about emergency funds. How you doing, Gene? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Yeah, this uh, Thank you. black swan event of the COVID-19, isn't this the best example of why in a personal finance level that someone should have a three- to six-month emergency fund? You never know when you'll be laid off. That's right. That's why you got to have three to six months emergency funds. That's exactly right. You just never know. It's it's, And you could go your whole life and not ever have to worry about it or touch it. But you just never know. Usually sometime, sometimes, Gene, in somebody's life, everybody's life, sometime, you have a money crunch. Something happens. You get laid off. Uh, you, have, you have unforeseen expenses that totally got out of whack, you know, that you didn't expect. You know, something that maybe you got injured and a car accident and destroyed the car and you have medical bills and some of them are not covered. You never know. You just never know. So, yeah, this is why you have an emergency fund, everybody. This is the time you dip into it if you have to. Steve? Go ahead, Gene. One, yeah. one other quick comment. 
Ouais. Because some people are going to have problems paying their bills for the next couple of months, I think they're I think it would be wise I want your comment about this whether uh, that that our president try and convince the the uh, credit reporting agencies not to ding people's credit because of missed payments for the next three months. What do you thoughts about that? Well, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good idea, especially if you have a flawless credit report before to now, you know, and then you all of a sudden you know you have no income, so. Yeah, I think I think there's going to have to be some breaks, and I, I'm pretty sure the banks will do that uh, because the banks are in business and they have to do business with people, and they know that this was not their fault. So I think it, I actually think it was probably going to happen anyways. In other words, even if it got a ding on your credit credit score, but you said that's the period of the coronavirus layoff, and I didn't have my bill, so I had to scramble around to pay them. You know, I think the bank will say, okay, I understand that. Because they're people, you know, they're just like you and me. Not, people think they're cold-hearted. No, they want to they do business. <laughs> they do want to do business. And, they're, you know, everybody's got this problem. It's not just a small group of people. Gene, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 888-99-CHART, everybody. 888-992-4278. That's my number. Time to give me a call. What would you like to talk about? Anything financial. Anything financial. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And in these times of the COVID 19 driven market volatility, you need to make sure your portfolio is strategically placed and balanced. So, Invest Talk listeners are invited to connect with me or Justin to set up an appointment for their portfolio assessment. It's a one on one session. In the recent environment with the recommendations for social distancing, we can we can easily conduct, per, we can't meet in person. So we have to do it by phone, telephone, Zoom, Skype, something. So is there? Uh, so there is no reason to postpone that consultation. If you want to, we can do it. I've done, I did several today and so did Justin. So I'm taking your questions live at 888-99-CHART. The COVID-19 pandemic has forced millions of people to stay home, which is getting in the way of everyone's normal exercise routine. Gyms are closed, people are stuck inside, and tightness and stiffness are afflicting us all. This is the perfect time to focus on your personal health and wellness. And I know you have heard me say this before, but recently I discovered this great product to reduce my pain and stiffness caused by sitting too long at my desk doing research and talking to clients. It has 13 all-natural ingredients and is sold in hundreds of doctor's offices, pharmacies, and gyms, and spas throughout the country. This muscle rub made by Quanta, a publicly traded applied science company, has patented technology proven to supercharge key ingredients and make them perform five times more effectively within the human body. It is optimized to drastically reduce both pain and inflammation naturally. I know this sounds too good to be true, but they have their white papers to prove it. I use their various health and wellness products every day and find a host of different benefits. Additionally, for a limited time, Listeners of our program can receive promotional discount pricing at buyquanta.com. Use the promo code INVEST to save 20% on your first order. In fact, Quanta is so highly confident you'll be pleased with their products. That's why they offer a money-back guarantee if you aren't satisfied with the results. Again, simply use the code INVEST to save 20% at buyquanta.com. B-U-I-Q-U-A-N-T-A.com. You are listening to Invest Talk, and there has been some reason for optimism regarding the COVID 19 crisis. However, there is still much uncertainty. 
so you'll have finance and investment questions. And Steve Beasley is here now, taking your calls live. Call Invest Talk 888 99Chart. 888-992-4278. My main talking point, we're going to discuss that. So what what kind of industries do you think would work in this kind of environment? And I brought that up at the top of the show. That's the things you have to, what one, you know, so think about everybody working from home, right? Everybody's working from home. So who does that help? Who, who accompanies uh benefit for that now no remember we're kind of late to the game this is nothing in new but i can tell you that zoom you know if you've never heard of zoom it's gotten very popular okay um i mean zoom shares have surged 88 percent. so i mean it's almost too late to get into that but there's DocuSign signing i've been using that for years but you know people are not going to be meeting up to sign contracts or anything but you can do it through electronically so then that that company is up six percent during this this crisis. So there's different you know, there's different companies that will benefit. Um, I, I kind of like you know five uh, G companies because you know anybody that's going to this this virus is going to cause that to even accelerate impl- implementing those higher speed uh, on, on internet contacts and telephones and everything else related okay so it's just going to keep going and and there's certain companies that you can find out there that will 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 only benefit from this uh logic tech another one you know there's different companies let's see what else i want might bring out to you uh you know it's not just those kind of companies how about industry do you know the the drug industry with all the testing and stuff and all the vaccines you probably they're probably going to get a boost and you know i mentioned uh i think last week we bought an an auto insurance company a company that only did auto insurance that company's done well and another one that just does you know that has pizza delivery pizza company you know not a sit-in pizza company but one that only does delivery done very well food companies see think you gotta start thinking outside the box which ones would do terrible well not hard to not hard to figure that out uh you know uh airlines are doing you got three people on the plane sometimes you know they've canceled huge numbers of travel how about uh i'm the cruise ships people think well maybe i should buy a cruise ship because it's a bargain well that's possible but many of those cruise ships are not american and are they going to get you know are they going to benefit from anything any of the the huge spending the, the government's going to do if they're not a domicile american company how are they going to justify that so and um, then you got you know entertainment companies you know disney's parks you know are shut down that's a third of their business. That was one of their biggest moneymakers, their parks. Now, on in the case of Disney, I kind of like that because Disney is not going to not stay in business. they got got many other businesses that they any income sources, and their parks will reopen eventually, but something to think about. On the next Talk, an alarm report claims many small business owners are being shut out 
of the $350 billion loan program. Small businesses make up half of our economy. So, so could this be correct? That story is going to be tomorrow, guys. But for now, I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your questions at 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Eight 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 ninety nine chart everybody. Let's go to Steve in Oakland. He wants to talk about uh, Store Capital Corporation. Steve, are you there? Hey, Steve. What's going on? I just, uh, you know, surviving coronavirus like everyone else. So I had a question about <laughs> Store S T O R. I own it, and I'm down thirty five, thirty six percent since I acquired it. It's a REIT, and I'm wondering if I should just sell it or just stay in there. I mean, I purchased it for long term. And because of the dividend, okay. so just wondering what you what you think. Okay, this is a REIT that owns two thousand two hundred fifty five single tenant commercial real estate properties in forty nine states. Store Capital S T O R is a symbol. They're supposed to make two dollars and three cents this year and two dollars and fourteen cents next year. That's up a little bit from last year, and of course those numbers are probably going to come in much lower than that. Probably because of the recession, it's not. If you look at those numbers, it's not expensive. I mean, before the coronavirus, I would have said, "Yeah, this looks like a good, good stock." Yeah, you know? I would have said that. Um, it's still it's growing its sales. I mean, been growing its sales for two years every quarter, every every quarter. Now that's probably not going to be true for the next couple three quarters. So the thing I don't like about it, Steve, is it went and hit a bottom about fifteen, jumped up to twenty two. And now it's back down to 15, even in this last two days when the market really rallied strong, it did not. I don't like that. Why wouldn't it rally if everybody else did, which most everybody else did? That makes me very uh, uh, hesitant about keeping this thing. I, I think it might go lower. That's what I'm worried about. So it might be a good idea to go ahead and sell it, keep it on your watch list, and see if it goes down, see if it breaks these lows. If it does, you can pick it up cheaper later on. It's not like you have to avoid it forever. And the trading costs these days are free, so it's not going to cost you that way. And you can lock in the loss, the capital loss. Is it in your IRA or a regular account, Steve? It's in my regular account. Do, Steve? Okay. It's in my regular so account. In a, you know, okay, so you get to capture the loss. And you know what? Capturing losses, I think, are a good idea because there's nothing, you know, there's going to be gains down the road that you're going to need to apply losses to. So that, I probably would exit it myself. Steve, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Mark in San Diego. He wants to talk about Disney. How you doing, Mark? Hey, good. Just uh, had mom pass away and turned out she bought Disney stock when I was very young. So uh, we're going to have a step up basis quite a bit. About six hundred thousand total per person in our family. 
So I'm, I know, you know, never hold more than 10% of any one stock. So what I want to do is right. down the road, just slowly sell out on covered calls and diversify it more. I'm looking for retirement in about seven years with the wife. And that, that would represent that amount of money is almost a little under half what we put away. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to, you do want to kind of diverse. I like Disney. I think a long term Disney is a, is a winner. Okay. They mm-hmm. have three basic income streams their parks, their movies, and their uh, TV plus now with that Disney plus. So I, I like their model and they don't have very much debt, very little debt. They have some, but not enough. And sales are doing great in the last three or four quarters. I mean, they're up 20, I mean, the last three quarters are up 33% or more for each quarter. So, so you know, that was doing great. They're scheduled to make $4.01 this year and $5.44 next year. And, of course, those numbers are going to drastically change. I think you, you know, I think it takes take some off the, I think you sell because it bottomed at around 80 on intraday and today it's at 101. It wasn't 150 not that long ago, but but I think you cut, this is you cut back because I don't think the pain is done. You know, I think we're going to see more pain, Mark. Um, so you know, I, if you're going to sell, I just sell some now. If you're going to cut back and try to diversify away from it, you don't want to be tied to just one company, no matter how good they are. Appreciate the call, Mark. Thank you. That's Disney, everybody. D-I-S. Uh, I think everybody knows what who who and what Disney does. So, you know, it's one of my, it's it's a core holding. If you're ever going to own it, you want to keep it. But again, you don't let any stock dominate a portfolio. It's just not smart. I mean, no one does that. No, no smart money manager does it. Warren Buffett doesn't do that. Spread it around. Now, with many millions of Americans newly unemployed, you might be encouraged slightly to hear that Walmart or Amazon are hiring. I mentioned that last week. So as we go to break, here's my trivia question. How many people does Walmart employ? And how many does Amazon employ? Do you know? I will have the answer after the break. But now we're taking your market and financial questions live at 888-99-CHART. That's 888-992-992. 4278. Get your questions in before the end of the hour, everybody. This is the time to do it. 888-99-CHART. At the start of each new day, we are presented with opportunities. The chance to learn better ways of doing things. The prospect for establishing stronger business connections. But as you go about your daily routine, there's one task. One challenge you should not put off. The need to plan for and work toward achieving financial freedom. That point in the future when your money, your assets are working for you while you work only if you want to. Getting from here to there to your idea of financial freedom is possible. However, serious investors eventually recognize that unless they can afford to devote the time and efforts required to thoroughly understand market dynamics, to properly balance, optimize, and maintain their portfolios, expert guidance will be essential. The moment that spark of reality hits, you will want to consult with Steve Peasley and Justin Klein of KPP Financial, 
in Irvine, California. KPP Financial Consultations are unbiased, offered without cost or obligation, and designed to help guide individuals toward their ultimate financial objectives. The next highly beneficial step for your investing future can start when you reach out to Steve or Justin via Skype, a phone call, or a quick message through investtalk.com. InvestTalk is made possible by KPP Financial, where InvestTalk hosts and KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein practice parallel investing. That means Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART, everybody. That's our number. Okay, before the break, I had a trivia question. How many people does Walmart employ, and how many does Amazon employ? Now, Walmart's been around a long time, long, long, well, a lot longer than Amazon. So here's the, here's the answer. Walmart is the world's largest company by revenue of $514 billion. That was in 2019. $514 billion, the largest company by revenue. It was founded by Sam Walton, Walmart Walton, in 1962. That was 57 years ago. And it became a public company in 1969. It also owns and operates Sam's Club retail warehouses. And as of July 31st, 2020, Walmart had 11,503 stores and clubs in 27 countries under 56 different names. Huge. So Walmart is the largest private employer in the world with 2.2 million employees, 2.2 million employees. Amazon, American multinational technology company, I'm sure you know, it's out of Seattle, Washington. It's e-commerce, cloud computing, digital streaming, artificial intelligence, you know, you know, it's one of the big four tech companies. It's Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft. Now, Amazon was founded in 1994. That was 25 years ago, remember? Walmart just 57 years ago. Amazon's revenue 2019 280 million, almost exactly half, 280 billion, almost exactly half of Walmart's. And so Amazon had 798,000 employees. 798,000. So if you do the math, Walmart's three times larger when you count the employees. If you just count the employees and twice as large if you count the sales. Well, those are two huge companies, guys. It's huge. And they're all American. Think about all the tech companies. What did I just list? Google, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, all American. Hmm, interesting. Why is that? Why aren't other countries producing a lot more, you know, technological companies that become big? I'm not saying they don't at all. I'm just saying, why do we dominate? That this that you have to ask yourself, what is it about our American economy or our people in our society that produce these kinds of things? Got to give us give us a credit for something, and I think that's a big thing. Eight 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 ninety nine charters a number. Let's talk about let's see. Let's talk about something different. Okay, how about shortages of doctors and nurses? That's coming. And this coronavirus, you know, you have all these doctors and nurses, and boy, you can see how much we need them. Desperately needed. 
In 10 years, there's going to be a pretty big shortage of these. So how are we going to overcome the need? Well, of course, we can produce more. That's all. And if you have children, you might want to tell them, you know, you might want to go into the medical field because it's going to be, they're going to be looking for a lot of people to work in that field. But also, technology is probably going to be a big help. I mean, we're talking about uh, robots that do surgery, right? We're talking about software, smart, uh, artificial intelligent diagnostic systems. Uh, you probably won't, in the future, you probably won't necessarily see a doctor. You might just see an assistant and they do tests and, uh, you know, they ask questions based on that and it, all that data goes into a, uh, some kind of machine and spits out with to the doctor what you need. I mean, I can see all that happening. It's, it's happening now. But it's going to have to happen because we don't have enough nurses and doctors. So, you got kids, grandkids? How about pushing them into that area? That's going to be a big, booming area. It is. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. This is Invest Talk, everybody. Love to talk to you. What do you guys want to talk about? You know, you guys come first always. We always have, you know, any questions you might have, we'll answer the questions for you. As long as it's financial, we'll do it. 888-99-CHART. Let's go to, uh, let's go and answer one of our recorded questions that came in earlier. Hey, how are you doing? I'm Brendan from Kentucky. Uh, I'm 18, and I was looking to get in on JNUG, J-N-U-G. It's down to 466, and it usually sits around, you know, 70, $70 a share. I was wondering your thoughts, and if it'd be a good time, and uh, how you think it'll recover after everything passes over. Thank you. Okay, J-N-U-G, everybody. That is an, a direction fund. It is an exchange-traded fund sinking investment results corresponding to 300% of the market vectors. So it's super leveraged, okay? Now, before the coronavirus hit, they were selling for $64. Now, today, it's at $4.92. Okay, the market didn't fall that much. Didn't fall 300%. I mean, if you multiplied how much the market went down, did it fall that much? From 64 down to 5? I don't I don't really like these leverage funds, so I never recommend them. They're too dangerous, too volatile. They have tracking errors. You don't know how they work. You're just saying, it, you're just reading the headline saying, it's three, three times the market, so, you know, it is going to come back. Yeah, but you don't know when, you don't know how far down it's going, you don't know how it does it. That what they're doing on, on these, they have counterparties. They call them counterparties and contracts. And, you know, what if that counterparty can't perform? What if they go out of business? You know, the, the counterparty is the person who takes the other side of the trade so that you can get that 300% leverage. And they, they, it, I'm just saying, you don't know how they're constructed. I don't know how they're constructed. And I think that's an inherent risk that we don't know how to gauge. Let's go to Corey in Ohio. How are you doing, Corey? How's Ohio? Are you guys uh, hunkering down out there, or how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, Steve. Thank you for the question. Uh, it's a beautiful day out here. Not as nice as California, though. It's raining here. It's going to rain all week, so we don't have the greatest days right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been a nice weather out here. I'm just trying to figure out how to 
how to avoid the reign of the uh, the Wall Street here. Uh, I have a two-part question. Yeah. My current strategy is focused on companies that are paying paying uh, solid dividends, but I, I don't. I'm trying to okay. stay away from REITs at this time. Uh, and and okay. if I should be looking at say, you know, I'm trying to hold these uh, stocks or equities for 10 plus years. Should I be reinvesting these dividends, or should I be uh, taking out the money to to buy other equities? Um, and then the second part well, of the question have... is going to be more okay. specifically to two different companies. Um, the first one would be a bank, Cincinnati Financial, uh, which has a, a high return on equity, versus Pfizer. Which one you would rather hold now? And I, I think I know your answer, but I'll, I'll let you you take it from here. It, it would be Pfizer. Um, um, for obvious reasons, because of the medical field that it's in. And I like Pfizer anyways. I think they have a good uh, a good uh, uh, business, and they are, what, $186 billion in size, and, and they have a good good stable of drugs, and they have things in the, the various phases of coming out. I, I like I like them. They have a, and they're paying a 4.5% dividend. And I don't think their sales earnings are going to get hurt that much. I don't. Um because of where they are. Um, I mean, obviously, in a recession, they probably go down a little bit, but it's not going to get crushed or anything like that. Um, Pfizer, PFE is a symbol, everybody. Develops branded prescription drugs for cardiovascular and metabolic diseases and other conditions. Now, in answer to your question about reinvesting the dividends, if you if you have a diverse enough portfolio, you have enough stocks, and I'm saying that it'll probably be 15 to 25 different dividend-paying stocks, you don't you you can you can reinvest the dividends into the company and buy more shares. You just got to watch out and be careful. You don't want any one stock to get dominant, and then that's when you make some trimming and buy more of some other company that you maybe hasn't done as well versus that one. You know, um, and if you need to buy more stocks, then don't reinvest the dividends until you get to that point where you feel comfortable. This is the number of companies I want to own in the various uh, different sectors. I'm well diversified and I'm going to hold these things for the dividend for the long haul. But until you get to that point, you have enough shares of stocks, enough stocks, not shares, enough companies, uh, then don't reinvest the dividends. But once you get there, reinvest the dividends. Okay? But just then watch and, you know, rebalance once a year or so to make sure you're not out of, you know, too out of balance with everything else. Because most things, you want everything to grow kind of at the same level and time. So, I mean, Warren Buffett bought Coca-Cola, I don't know how many years ago, probably in the 60s, and he now earns more in dividends than he paid for the stock. Every year, he earns more in dividends every year than he paid for the stock. <laughs> That's how that can work out. I'm Steve Peasley. You're listening to Invest Talk. So, obviously, you understand the importance of unbiased guidance and experienced market analysis. I encourage you to consider subscribing to our KPP Premium Newsletter, written and distributed every Friday. And in the newsletter, you get you know some pretty inf- pretty great information. I think is I like to share the things with you that I think are important for the week. What happened this week? What economic numbers are important? What's going on in politics? I mean, I'm just you know how the politics will affect your investments. That's how I I don't care about politics per se. I just care about how they invest my, affect my clients' money. Okay, but that I, that's all in the KPP Premium newsletter. It comes out every Friday. Uh, and you can subscribe to it going to investtalk.com. That's KPP Premium Newsletter. 
at investtalk.com. And now I'm ready to take your questions. 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. We have an important schedule change to announce. Due to the coronavirus, Steve Peasley has canceled his April trips to Houston and Chicago. However, Steve is making appointments for his no-cost and no-obligation portfolio reviews via telephone consultation or two-way video Skype consultation. So you can reach out to Steve Peasley or Justin Klein now through investtalk.com. Hey the phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call InvestTalk. 888-99-CHART. And 100,000 on. Those are Google, Microsoft, Apple, and Amazon. Now I want to take the other 200 and invest it in funds and ETFs. I'd like your thoughts on whether that's a good strategy or what else you would recommend to do with the rollover. Thank you for your time. Appreciate the show. Thank you. Okay, uh, rollover 401k. What would, you know, when you have an existing 401k and you don't longer you went to a different job or you retired from that job, that is that old 401k that's sitting back at your old employer, you can roll that into an IRA. And I always recommend that because you have a lot more freedom of choices where to invest. Okay, so that's what he's talking about: rolling over the 401k into an IRA. Okay, um, and you just have to have proper diversification. Those tech stocks you mentioned are good. There's absolutely nothing wrong with them. But, oh, and you just heard me to say, don't overinvest in any one stock. Don't. So, uh, I, we use a 3% buy allocation for any one stock. Yeah, you can go to 5% for any one stock. Okay? But when you get past that, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. I don't think, you know, if you look at the mutual funds out there, they, they buy between 1% and 3% of any one stock. Many times I hold on to a couple hundred share, a couple hundred companies, and I don't. I, don't, I think that you're, then you're just an index, you know. But but you know, uh, most of them don't overload any one company either. Now you'll have your certain specialty mutual funds or ETFs that do overload. I mean, you can have that, but that's not normal. You, as a manager of your own funds need to take control and understand the risk that you're taking in each one of the stock companies you buy. And then you have to look, well, am I overloaded in a particular sector? Do I have too much banking? Do I have too much tech? Do I have too... You know, I saw this. The the biggest disasters I ever saw were back in, in 2001, 2002, 2003. Everybody had their portfolios. 80% of the portfolio or more was tech. And they lost huge amounts of money in the dot-com implosion. Because they thought, oh, tech was the greatest. Good, 1998, 99, all it did was just go up and up and crazy. You didn't have to make any earnings. As long as you had dot-com behind your name, it just went up. And everybody loaded up. And they never diversified away from tech. That's the danger. That's the danger. You come across a time, all of a sudden, you got killed. And when you're getting older... When you're getting closer to retirement, you get into your 50s, you need to be start thinking about, I can't take a big hit like the dot-com. I can't take a big 50% hit like in the financial crisis. This one is a 35% hit so far, but we don't know if it's over. Most people think it is. I don't, I'm not going there yet. I'm not. Now, you know why? I, I think it might be over in the short term. We might even get a little bit more rally. 
in the short term. But what happens when all the terrible economic numbers start to come out a couple months from now, next month and month after that? We're talking about disastrous numbers. And what happens if, you know, Trump decides to extend the stay-at-home order request or whatever you want to call it? Because, uh, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Uh, but, you know, you, you, no one knows. No one knows. I think we'll get back to work fairly soon, uh, if not April, definitely in May. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, as you know. And we have one goal here. Always have the same goal. And that's to achieve financial freedom. Everybody to achieve it. You, me, everybody. So we're going to continue to work on that. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART. On the next Invest Talk, this story, many small business owners are being shut out of the $350 billion loan program. And for them, it could be the last straw. But now Steve Peasley is here, ready with answers, and he's waiting for your questions. Call Steve, 888-99-CHART. Hey guys, love watching the show. I was just wondering what your thoughts on Resonant stock is, R-E-S-N. They're a tech company out of Goleta, California. Just wanted to get your thoughts and uh, if you think they're an upcoming company and if it's a good buy. Thank you. Uh, no, um, Resonant, R-E-S-N, develops filter designs for radio frequency front ends for the mobile device manufacturing industry. And I, I don't have a problem with that industry. I have a problem with the company not making money. It's never made money. This year, Negers lost money every year. It's been a bit. It's a million-dollar company selling for $1.25. I think the odds of it going out of business are equal to the odds of it being successful. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, their, their sales have been $100,000 a quarter you heard me right a hundred thousand dollars a quarter except for those last two is five thousand lose money so yeah they're losing last couple three years but yeah i I don't buy companies that don't make money and i don't suggest that you do so either i think it's you know can you take a shot on something like this with a little bit of money as long as you don't mind losing it like going to vegas as long as you don't mind rolling the dice and losing it, because that's that's your that's the chances you're taking here. Now, if you have some kind of you know personal information that you know that's the company and how, what it's doing, and you know, okay, and tell me why they're going to repurchase four million worth of their common shares outstanding. Why would they do that? They're losing money. Where are they getting the money to buy the four million dollars? They, don't, they haven't made $4 million in 10 years. They haven't made in sales $4 million. See, it's something, uh, no, no. R-E-S-N, R-E-S-N. No, I would not buy it. Okay, we're going to be in a deep recession. Everybody knows that. You can't help it, okay? You can't help it because when you shut down the economy, you make people stay home, You're you, it, it's going to be huge. You know, how huge? Well, I'm thinking the third quarter were two months out of the three months that we, we were operating normally, except for that third month. So that's going to go down 5%, 10%. No one really knows, you know, but it's going to go down. But remember, an official definition of recession is two quarters in a row where there's shrinkage. Two quarters in a row. Do you think the third quarter, the third quarter we're in right now, April, 
Do you think it's going to be positive? No. Because we're shut down all for almost all of April, aren't we? And we're going to maybe start getting back in the middle of May. And you know, you're not going to start up, you know, just pick up running where we were. It's going to, we're going to be walking and then jogging and, you know, the economy is going to be slow, pick up faster and faster and faster. Maybe by the fourth quarter, we'll be back to a positive number. That's possible. I think it's, that's probable. That's guess, but it's a guess. When we get back to work, it's hard to know. So, the recession is going to be deep, but it's probably going to recover pretty fast because there was no reason. We shut it so the you know financial distress out there that caused it no, no there wasn't it was just shutting it down and there's going to be you know I, there's going to be some major changes from this three major changes going to come from this okay three major I don't want to say changes let's say three major uh, stumbling blocks or uh, changes. For instance, number one, the global supply chain is going to change. We're going to have to rethink that whole global supply chain. Right? I think more manufacturers are coming back. We already were trying to do that, and I think it's going to speed up. We're going to have lingering effects of massive new debt. Is that going to be inflationary? Probably. And third, we're going to have people... Save more money, I think. Remember the earlier caller? You know, you had the rainy day money. I think we're going to have more people saving. That's a good thing. This is the Vest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley. We have uh, we have one goal here, as you know, and that's to make you a millionaire if we can. Okay, so we'll talk about it on the next Invest Talk. I'll be here tomorrow. In the meantime. Please feel free to search, browse, download, and rate our Invest Talk podcast. You can find them at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and InvestTalk.com. Have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART.